This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to today's Homesdale Radio Show. Uh, my name is Chris Hambling and uh, I'm currently recording this as Man United are playing Swansea about 35 minutes into the first half. And um, yeah, I'm all on my own so a little bit insane talking to no one in particular. But um, yeah, today's show is just a, a quick show to give you a little taste of what happened at uh, the Fan Six Aside tournament yesterday. Um, Selhurst Six Aside is what it was known as and uh, basically there was a... There was a 20-odd teams there, plus a load of youth teams and a, a couple of ladies' teams as well. Uh, Homestar Radio entered two squads of eight. Um, basically, we had presenters, we had uh, some listeners and some, some whole users as, as well. Uh, and, well, you'll find out how we got on. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen us uh, moaning about it on Twitter and what have you. But, uh, yeah, um, obviously, once the, the football was sort of done and we'd, uh, we'd played our part, part on the hallowed turf, um, we got into Speroni's restaurant, um, to a little table at the back there, all sat around and had a bit of a chat, so, um, yeah, basically the subjects were sort of the Palace's season as a, as a whole and just our general kind of chit-chat and rubbish, really, um, but I mean, hopefully there's, uh, there's a bit of interest in there for you, obviously there's no live interaction as such, although I will be, I will be monitoring things, so if you do want to get in contact, probably best to do it on Twitter. Um, or email twitter is twitter.com forward slash whole radio and email is radio at homestale.net um, and obviously the other thing I wanted to do today was give you a little bit of a teaser for what's coming up next week because we've got a it's our end of season special uh, we don't want to overstretch ourselves but we're going to have an awful lot to get through and um, I'll give a round up at the end as well but but just for information we're going to we're going to do a sort of a team round up of the season our sort of highlights and uh, lowlights and just, you know, favourite moments on the show, I suppose, is probably another one. Um, 
Uh, we'll have an exclusive interview that we've recorded already with, with Neil Shipley. It's about 40 minutes, and the guy is just pure quality, and I'm sure you'll be looking forward to listening to that. I've, I've heard it back, and it's, um, yeah, it's pretty spectacular. And um, we'll also be joined live by Steve Parrish, who will be, um, well, we'll just be quick Q&A with him, um, hopefully explore a few more things that will, again, hopefully be, be found out from the uh, fans forum, which is coming up. Uh, Friday the 11th be very very exciting stuff um, we'll also with any luck on Saturday it's the player of the year awards and there's a few of us going uh, we'll try and get some some recorded content that day as well like we did last year uh, which essentially involved getting obscenely drunk and uh, and getting well Mark getting abused by Neil Downs for being too pissed to speak so that was that was good times and um, hopefully we'll repeat those but anyway without further delay um, here is the recorded content from Saturday's Six Aside tournament. Okay, you uh, join us here at the Six Aside tournament. It's going really, really well. Um, played one, uh, played two, drawn one, uh, lost one. It was a one-one first game, three-nil defeat in the second game. Uh, myself and Mikey were not two, two-nil second game, but apparently three. No, definitely three. Um, Third uh, saved a penalty already, that was pretty special. Um, but I mean, unfortunately, the second game, myself and Mikey weren't allowed to play, because uh, apparently we're wearing glasses is unacceptable, uh, as is not having shin pads. Uh, the, the referee told me it's, uh, it's football league rules, therefore I, I couldn't play, which was um, a shame. I didn't realise I'd made it into the football league um, in terms of ability already. Um, let me just interview Ben Nagel and find out how he's found the tournament so far. Ben, uh, you're looking in good shape. Uh, how have you found it? Yeah, it's been alright actually. I've obviously enjoyed playing the occasion at Sellers Park. Mm. Um, bad start to the first game, if I'm honest. My first touch knocked the ball out and then conceded the penalty shortly after. But yeah. uh, I think after that, I've, I've picked the ball, I've picked it up nicely yeah. and, and uh, yeah, improved my game much more, obviously. Just, much more, obviously? Much more, obviously, yeah. And um, I'd obviously like to get a goal because... You know that's what I've that's what I've come here for to to, to score, but at the moment it's not it's not happening. But I'm looking up at the homes down now, thinking uh, thinking how nice it'd be to score at this amazing venue. Yeah, I mean it's pretty special up there. I can see my seat from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, very very exciting. Um, would you say um, would you say that you've uh, we've seen the best of your skills so far? No, not yet. No, I'm saving it for the last couple of games. Obviously, we've uh, I keep saying obviously. I'm gonna stop saying that now. Well, you're a footballer, aren't you? Yeah. It's obvious. Obviously, yeah. Um, we've had. A draw and a loss so far, so not the best results. But I think coming into the last two games, we uh, there's a team playing in yellow that I think we've got a chance against. And then the last last team is uh, oh, well, evidently the, the best team uh, against the Argentina-looking guys. Um, they play a bit like Argentina as well. So I think we need to try and get some points in the next game against the yellows. Yeah, I think I might sit the game against the Argentinian yeah, team out. Um, and we got beaten by some children earlier on as well. Who they look particularly impressive. Yeah, but they had pace. They did have yeah. pace. Yeah, unacceptable. Alright, well, that's our thoughts so far. We'll, uh, we'll do some more after the next couple of games. Okay, just uh, just finished playing our third game. Um, this, is a, this is a slight defeat, Nick. What was the score? 4-0. It was, we lost 4-0. I'll tell you, they're a very, very, very good side. And, um... <laughs> was it, okay, five, five well, we're being, third saying he let him five. What you, there was me being nice to you, I thought it was four. Oh, anyway, um, basically our only hope of going through, uh, uh, as Mr. Mark Russ has said earlier, 
is that if one of the other sides goes into administration and gets a 10 point deduction <laughs> then we then we might go through so just go enjoy the the fourth game and then we'll be recording something of a little bit of a show afterwards so um yeah i'll leave it there <laughs> okay we're just about to play game number four everyone's feeling a lot happier aren't they you're all happy aren't you ben? yeah woo woo um yay, yay. everyone happy See, everyone's happy. There's all three people who responded are happy. Um, <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to play some revolutionary tactics in this last game, since it will be our last game, and we're going to play everyone up front. Um, it will be a major defeat, but such is life. Anyway, that that buzzer means we've got to go. Bye. Okay, just before we get to the. Uh what essentially is the show. Uh, just a quick word for the, the organisers, Lee and, Lee and Rich, for what was a fantastic tournament. And, um, you know, in spite of all the, the, the squabbling that there was for a tiny, tiny proportion of the um, the game about, you know, some of the rules and what have you that, that we had sort of referred to in, in both the chat you just heard and the chat you'll hear later, uh, that didn't in any way uh, ruin anything it was just it's just a moment of confusion so listen fantastic work guys i really hope it, it happens again next year uh, where i'm sure it will be even better than it was but it was such a privilege to to be allowed to go out onto onto the pitch and and you know obviously grateful to the club as well um word for the other teams um obviously i only saw the teams in in group d and, and a little bit of the teams in group a uh, where our second team were playing um the the guys who got to the final from our group, which I think was Locomotive Wimbledon, um, were were sensational, and it was a real shame that they, they seemed to run out of steam in the final against uh, Archibald Leach, I believe, their their, uh, their team who who took things particularly seriously and, and were excellent. Um, but I just yeah, a word for all the teams. Everyone played it in, in a really great spirit. A real real shame to see a broken ankle in the first game as well. Um, hope the guys are right. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that we hadn't really sort of said a great deal about about the day itself it was more focused on us so um yeah everyone everyone seemed to really really appreciate just being out there and you know i can't can't thank people enough for, for working so hard to give us that opportunity and um yeah we'll we'll be better next year anyway on with the show right so it's uh, after the effectively after the tournament for us anyway <laughs> after uh, losing 2-1 in our final game um, Nick Gussett is with us because Nick is going to have to head off in a minute so he's going to do his part of the show right now so first of all Nick uh, how did you find this tournament and I don't mean how did you find its location I mean how, how did you, mm, yeah I thought it was fantastic. Um, I was just thinking um, while I was having a poo back there mm. that um, since I've been a season ticket holder, events like this going on, I actually feel part of the club. Yeah. You know, not literally going to no. play next week, but actually part of the, mm. the whole Crystal Palace community thing. And I've been coming yeah. here 37 years, which shows and, how um, old I am. It does show how old you are. And do you have a little sneaky look up at the, uh, the home stand and the main stand while you're out there playing? I did. I was dreaming, mate. Absolutely dreaming. And uh, it's just a shame I didn't score. But, yeah. Well, you know. well, neither did I. I mean, some of the best players didn't get goals today, and uh, oh, you know, that's how it is. Uh, and some, some, some teams' goalkeepers imagined a klaxon that had ended the game after four minutes, and and you know, 
those sorts of things. Yeah, he, he's not listening the, um, at the moment. It was the indirect free kick as well that got yeah. taken, and the ref said you don't have to blow the whistle for that. That's it. And we just all stood there. But fair play to Perhad. I think he was our player of the tournament. He was indeed, definitely player of the tournament. Self-preservation, putting his hands <laughs> in front of his face. That's it. That's it. Keep it looking as handsome as ever. But well, to um, like to cover what we're about to do, um, it's not like well a little bit of review of, of Palace's season. So it's obviously a long old season, but just your just a few thoughts really. How have you found it this year? I'm happy with 17th. What's been very strange is last season we finished lower, but we did better at home. And I know you've said several times on the show that you feel sorry for the fans that haven't been to the away game because they're the ones that have, have had the performances. But it's it's. I was glad it was over at the end, but not wishing to go over the highlights again, but Darren Ambrose at Man United, you know, that's just, that was the season really, wasn't it? That's it, I mean, I think we're all going to get to that sort of point where we've had these, as Albert said last week repeatedly, the highs have been higher than the lows have been lower. Yeah, did you get the uh, Latin translation? I haven't yet, no, but that's on, that's one of my missions to do. But anyway, Nick, well, can I thank you for your uh, your appearances on Whole Radio, and obviously, um, oh, I won't. Yeah, all right. Go and on. obviously, we've got uh, our final show next uh, that we'll be recording next week. Just, just Nick, Nick's children are shouting. Say hello. They've gone quiet now. This is a, it's a good tactic. Say hello, boys. Hi. Hey. The boys have been all season as well. So yeah. I mean, my highlight of the season was. Um, Edie came one game and um, she watched Kayla flying around and um, then during the match she pointed to a pigeon and went, little eagles. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> well, well, um, yeah, well, that's as good a space as any to, to end it. And obviously, well, we'll speak to you again on our final show of the season. But yeah, thank you for your assistance this year Excellent. on Whole Radio. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity. No problem. Cheers. Hello, right, this is a uh, live interruption. Um, badly sort of timed by myself. Um, basically, um, had a, um, had a note from Ben Long on Twitter. He's just asking if we c I can mention the, uh, Robert Eaton Memorial Fund charity match that's going on at Lewis Football Club this Friday at, uh, quarter to eight, um, kickoff. Uh, do check out remf.org.uk. Um, that is the, the website that tells you what it's all about. But essentially a Brighton fan tragically, lost his life in the September the 11th attacks on uh, on New York and this this uh, foundation has been set up to to you know to get sports equipment for underprivileged kids and it, it's raised something like i think it's 80,000 plus pounds for um for that that um what's the word for that kind of motive oh, i don't know as you can tell I'm not really with it. But anyway, look, just if you can, get down and support that event. It's obviously Palace versus Brighton, which is always fun anyway, but it's, it's all played in the right spirit for the right, um, for the right reasons. Uh, check it out. R-E-M-F.org.uk. I'm going to double-check that. Yeah, .org.uk. I've done, I've done well. Um, so, yeah, also, we've had a few other tweets as well. I might as well get into while I've paused things and I'm trying to work out how to restart it. Um, <laughs> had a tweet earlier on from uh, Kieran Nash. Uh, sh uh, showing his commitment for listening in. Well, thanks, Kieran. That's, it's very good of you. Not a huge number of people have today, but enough. Enough for me to be here. Um, and also from Brad Cab, speculating that the short show will actually be a long show. If we were live, mate, you know it would. But um, but obviously not this time. 
And I had a little chat with Sam Ward earlier on, who's unfortunately not been able to listen live, but he'll catch this on the podcast. And it's a shame Sam didn't come and cheerlead for us, because we might as well, well have done a bit better. But um, anyway, I'm rambling, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you get on with listening to the rest of our discussion, which is mildly amusing. So off we go. Okay, just before we get to the uh, what essentially is the show... Uh, just a quick word for the the organisers, Lee and, Lee and Rich, for what was a fantastic tournament. And um, you know, in spite of all the the, the squabbling that there was for a tiny, tiny proportion of the um, the game about you know some of the rules and what have you that, that we had sort of referred to in in both the chat you just heard and the chat you'll hear later, uh, that didn't in any way uh, ruin anything it was just it's just a moment of confusion so listen fantastic work guys i really hope it, it happens again next year uh, where i'm sure it will be even better than it was but it was such a privilege to to be allowed to go out onto onto the pitch and and you know obviously grateful to the club as well um word for the other teams um obviously i only saw the teams in in group d and, and a little bit of teams in group a uh, where our second team were playing um the the guys who got to the final from our group, which I think was Locomotive Wimbledon, um, were were sensational, and it was a real shame that they they seemed to run out of steam in the final against uh, Archibald Leach, I believe their their, uh, their team who who took things particularly seriously and, and were excellent. Um, but I just yeah, a word for all the teams. Everyone played it in in a really great spirit. A re- real shame to see a broken ankle in the first game as well. Um, hope the guys are right. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that we hadn't really sort of said a great deal about about the day itself it was more focused on us so um yeah everyone everyone seemed to really really appreciate just being out there and you know i can't can't thank people enough for for working so hard to give us that opportunity and um yeah we'll we'll be better next year anyway on with the show right right here we are um we're in a mostly empty speroni's restaurant uh, the tournament is still going on, but the tournament's been over for us for some time. Get some music, and music mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we probably should. <laughs> um, at the table is uh, me, the best one. You know me. Arguably. Arguably. Um, I'm arguing it. <laughs> um, hopefully we're talking loud enough. I'm just looking at the little dial on my iPhone. That I mean, the complicated recording equipment we're using at the moment. Um, it seems to be registering my gorgeous tonal voice. Um, also here is Ben Nagel. Hello. Uh, hello, Ben. Uh, Aaron Mitchell. You're very disappointed. Aaron very Mitchell. disappointed, Aaron yes. Mitchell. Um, we have Albert Curley. Hello, Albert. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ross is here. Hi, Mark. Evening, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and Ferhad Zaidi. Hello, Chris. Now, Ferhad has already been awarded Player of the Tournament before the tournament's been over. He was, um, but no, he genuinely was our team A's player in the tournament. Um, basically, took it. <laughs> Sorry, as the applause died down, I just, I just can't. It's ringing in my ears a little bit. But um, so we're just having a little chat, really, about the tournament itself. Um, anyone want to run down our results? I can't really remember them all. Uh, yeah, it was one all. Then we lost three 0 Then we lost five 0 Then we lost. Two one was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A dodgy two one at the end, though, I must say. Yeah, it was. Um, Fair. Do you want to take us through the moment of the second goal? 
um, in the final game? Um, well, yeah, there were klaxons sounding all over the place. So uh, the klaxons sounded. I thought the uh, game was over. The guy shot, scored a goal, and, and the referee said it was goal. So uh, unfortunate, but now, um, what can you do? It just goes to show that people that say play to the whistle are talking bollocks. <laughs> That's right. Um, just out of interest, Ferd, how many minutes into the game would you say that this occurred? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the right answer. Yeah, I'd say it's around four, but <laughs> oh, funny. But there, yeah, we got back into it with Mark. Mark's fantastic finish. Do you want to take us through the beautiful goal? I couldn't waste the listeners' time. I mean, it'll be on YouTube later. <laughs> That's true. With millions of hits. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was a classy finish. I mean, it rocketed into that corner. And you got white T-shirt yeah, you're focused. But um, let's leave it there for now. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've, we've had a bit of fun today, but I'll just go through. We were a bit unlucky, weren't we? Yeah. For lots of reasons. Um, what was the main reason you think we were unlucky? Red tape. Mm. Mm. Rules. The FA rules. Yeah, the FA rules. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you through that since I was the one probably most affected by them. I probably I probably did say it on an earlier bit that we recorded, but I'm gonna say it again now. Um, first game went without real incident. Um, I was wearing glasses. I had no shin pads. Um, admittedly, I did get a gouge in my shin during that first game, but but anyway, there's not, nothing really happened about it at all. Um, but went to line up for the second game. Unfortunately, the referee insisted on people removing their glasses. Um, and insisted that you had to have shin pads to play, uh, which basically myself and Mikey wear glasses and had no shin pads. And the goalie. Uh, and, and the goalie, of course, Ferd. Now, Fur had lied and said he was wearing sports glasses um, and was allowed to play, which we, I don't even know if they exist. Do they exist? They do, Oakleys. Oh, OK, Oakleys. Yeah. Well, Edgar David style, they, they exist as well. But like, I think, Chris, the problem about it was that it was just pre-kickoff so we didn't have time to rearrange any plans match plans there was no, yeah. t- there was no time for eye laser surgery <laughs> anything right. contact lenses exist a lot yeah, yeah. There's no, no contact lenses we were able to get yeah. no shin pads at hand and, yeah. uh, and we were supposed to kick off and we were totally disorganised that's mm. my excuse yeah no it was it was unfortunate and, and you know lesson learned I think for both us talking to Rich Wilshire who, who helped organise it with uh, with Lee, who I don't know Lee's surname, but he posts his palette on the message boards. But um, both of them sort of said, you know, with, with hindsight, that that's one of the, the rules <laughs> should ideally have been included. But I mean, they are just football rules. And obviously, what was disappointing from my perspective was that it was a friendly tournament that we paid to play in. You know, <laughs> can we just say as well that the most ironic part of the whole thing was the referee himself was wearing glasses. So. <laughs> We both calmed down. I, we had a little hug before the next game he refereed because um, I had some shin pads and I was wearing no glasses. So. You hugged the wrong guy. I did hug the, the wrong guy. It was a little bit of a disadvantage having two it, blind men. It was, yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly... Both of our defenders were blind. Yeah. Yeah. We had no bell in the ball. No bell in the ball, Mark yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, no, no bell in the ball. So, so for those, those of them who were blind, i.e. Mikey and yourself... Yeah. It's a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, I thought I was superb considering I was blind myself. But... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah, well, there we are. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had the cla- yeah. Those are those are the major incidents. So, the um the B team fared a little better. There was, but um, when I talked to Aaron about that final game, which we watched and cheered on from the sidelines. In fact, in fact, as we arrived, you just scored your, your second goal, two 0 up, looking to go through in the tournament. Do you want to talk us through what happened after that? I will do. First, I'd like to thank Ben for your fantastic cheering, which could have played a part in us losing, but you never know. Um, what happened? Well, we were two 0 up, looking comfortable. Started to sit back a bit, bit sloppy. First goal went in, it was a good strike despite it was in the area, the referee. <laughs> and um, miraculously, the next couple of goals were um, a bit bizarre as well. I can't actually remember on the second. No, they, they were sort of two in off. really quick succession, really. Like, there was a bit of confusion after and arguing after that first goal that they scored. Quick, quick second. And you stormed off after the collection throwing your gloves onto the floor. I was, I was not happy. Well, the collection went off. Well, that's too old. Not happy about that. And Love next, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll ruin the whole day. Next thing I know is the game's still going. <laughs> the game's still going. I've had to put my gloves back on. I've got my left glove on. Ball's coming yep. through, and the, the guys hit that hit the shot. And well, I haven't got another glove on, so it just went straight by. Yeah. Absolutely. So defeat snatched from the jaws. Snatched from the jaws. I said snacked. I must be hungry. From the jaws of uh, victory, and yep. Um, yep. So now you're sitting in a mostly empty restaurant yeah uh, could be playing yeah. out there yeah exactly but we'll go back out and see how they're getting on at the minute but um so i mean that's you know a few a few of the highlights from the tournament albert what was your personal highlight uh this probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I quite i quite liked uh, you having a go at the ref on it it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i think the in-house fighting in-house fighting <laughs> more of that next year <laughs> you prick <laughs> I think it was a well-organised tournament. That no, was a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. Furhead, what was your um, highlight? My personal highlight was my <laughs> <laughs> penalty save oh, in, in our first match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think the highlight, uh, overall highlight, was equalising in the last minute in our first match. Yeah, yeah. Andy Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, talking of penalties, Ben, you gave that one away. We want to talk us through that. Yeah, my, my Sellers Park debut didn't get off to the best of starts. Um, from the kickoff, Chris passed it back to me and uh, first touch knocked it straight out of play. Um, not, again, not the best start. And then a uh, couple of minutes after that, straight into the uh, penalty area, which apparently apparently that's a rule now. Um, you're not allowed in the area, so that's uh, that was a penalty. Ben, if I can clarify, the rules are that you're not allowed as a defending player in well, the penalty area? I'd also like to state that I wasn't shown any of the rules before the tournament. Mm, I'd um, say that's the responsibility of your captain. Yeah, that be you, Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Disastrous. <laughs> oh, oh, right. no. and, uh, oh, shit, it's Palace Guard. Oh, here we go. You're going to sing us a lullaby. Can, can we... Um, he's having no, a meeting. About that last-minute defeat. 
Oh, you gave the ball. Um, actually, clearly, like, clearly wasn't my fault. Um, we were just talking to to Aaron about that that you know really late defeat, and um, basically I, Ross played as a sub in that game for Whole Radio B. And um, do you want to? You're on the pitch for about two minutes. Do you want to take us through exactly what happened in those two minutes? Yeah, I was uh, planning on coming on as a super sub. Bit of a, what was the score when you came? Yeah, Nack just hold things up, you know, waste a bit of time. <laughs> and uh, that, that wasn't to be. Uh, they scored two goals in the two minutes that I was on. I quickly <laughs> subbed myself back up, back <laughs> off the field. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was no good at all. We're not um, blaming you at all. Not blaming you. Um, what was your personal highlight of the day? Uh, just playing on the pitch. Being on the other side, not in the stands, it was amazing just to, uh, you know, be in the middle and see the whole stadium around you. I had fun, even though I didn't win a game. No, it was, it was, it was, it was a great day, and yeah, just running around and playing playing football. I love playing football, so playing football on the pitch. But your your the results today reflect kind of CPFC's 2012, really, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't basically help in a winning side at all. <laughs> I was, yeah. I didn't I was, mean that you took part in it. I was, I was, I was disappointed. You don't no need to rub it in, like. <laughs> Pleasure. But, uh, ah, sorry, there's neurofin gel all over me. No, I, think, wiping your balls, I, I think Ben, I'm, I think Ben was eating it. That's what I think. What, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, who haven't I, who haven't I asked for a highlight yet? Anyone? What was your highlight? Oh, it's me, isn't it? What was my highlight? <laughs> um, no, I tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a nothing little highlight, really. But it was just, I was, I was, you know, in a little bit of a mood, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, and I had a little look up from on the pitch at the Homesdale, and I got a little, all a little bit emotional. For yeah, how, how amazing is that? You know, here's me ranting and raving on the cellars, on the Hello Turf for cellars, and that, you know, it's a, it's a strange highlight, but. It's like watching Just Paddy McCarthy have got the referee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the stands or on the pitch, we still haven't got the referee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always get shit refs. We always get shit refs. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as a, as a day, I mean, they they really, I do feel for the guys who organise it because they kind of had no real way yeah. of knowing how exactly things were going to work and pan out. And they've yeah, they've been learning as they go, and I think next year it's going to be a lot lot better. So um, we'll be a lot better. Yeah, we're going to get some training in as well. <clears throat> All right, if we can move away from perhaps this tour- tournament, which is yet to finish, and we'll go and have a look and see who wins it soon, um, and just talk about the season in general. Let me have a little look at how much time we've got. Uh, yeah, we can do a bit. Um, Aaron, yes. you're, you're nearest to me, so you get to go first. Um, Palace's season, um, how, well, what's your, what's your opinion overall? Um, I, I would say... Not not too bad. I think there's definite improvement in the team, and I think next year we can push on. Uh, remember, there's a poll on the whole saying, "How do you think the season?" That rhymes. And I, I put yes. I feel it was quite a good season, and I'm sure you know a couple of results have swifted our way. We might have been a bit further up and finished above Millwall, but hey. Um, but there, there are some results in there which you've got to be proud of: beating Manu and beating Brian. So I think it was a good season, and we'll push on next year. All right. Well, a little bit of like past the parcel. Oi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's the Albert question? Was, yeah, what was the question? Albert was playing on his phone. He wasn't enthralled by what Aaron was saying. But really, it's just a little sum up of how you felt the season's gone for Palace. Yeah, it's been. I won't say it again. But no, it's, it's been mixed results. And uh, as Aaron said, there are some results to be proud of. And uh, yeah, um, you know, if we get Furhad in goal, I think it'll be. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be good as long as no um, claxons go off. Then uh, it should be all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
Mark? Yeah, I was happy with the season. It was uh, obviously slightly disappointing the way 2012 finished off. But I was, I was pleased that we held our own in, in the championship and we'll be in the championship next season. And there's some good derbies coming up next season. And uh, if QBR go down and West Ham don't go up, it'll be even better. But uh, I, And also... A lot of youngsters came through this season and I, I thought it was really good to see and uh, Doogie gave him a run out and, and I think the future's bright. Uh, I don't know why Hambo's rubbing deep heat into his balls, but there we go. Well, it's supposed to be your thigh, not your balls. Why not? Well, well, the, well, you'll know in about ten minutes' time. <laughs> anyway, thoughts on the season? Um, yeah, I'll keep mine short and sweet. Uh, it's a typical Palace season. We've had our ups and downs, our highs and lows. Um, but overall, I thought it was a, a, a moderately successful season. And Fahad? <laughs> yeah, I uh, would have liked uh, us to finish a bit stronger, but overall, a great season. Uh, good wins against Brighton, Man U, um, Wigan in the Cup. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, was that your favourite, Wigan in the Cup, was it? It was. It was. Good night. Yeah, it was that, that obvious end-of-season-itis end kind of thing where we, we've petered out towards the, the back end of the season, but something to be proud of, I'm sure. I mean, looking back over the last couple of seasons, it's the third consecutive season, you know, of, of finishing a little bit higher, so maybe next... OK, we got, we got a little bit cut off there as uh, Ben was finishing his statement. Um, you said, hopefully, maybe next season we can finish a bit higher than we did this season um really really got cut off there by a phone call on hambo's uh, recording equipment yeah, my recording yeah equipment. not it's not a phone um but yeah that's that kind of threw me a little bit i don't know what i was saying but yeah um, probably, probably some, you know you everyone's been fairly positive haven't yeah they? no it, it has been a positive season definitely um there's been some some results this season that will stick in my mind for the rest of my life you know going up to old trafford and and getting that win and, and going down to the amex and yeah so they're, they're all results that will live long in long in the memory um fantastic fantastic times and i'll pass yeah, straight over to chris who's gonna the say the same thing Brighton where you were celebrating the goals and then that they you know you fell over yeah exactly still <laughs> everything i'm gonna say well, no. Well, as, as I was saying, that um, I am I am still angry. Can you? It's, I'm not hiding it very well at all. Really, not very professional, is it? No, but then. Um... <laughs> 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 I'm I am wearing glasses as well. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. I, 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 I don't know. I'll have to check. I'll have to check the rules. Um, yeah. No, well, I'm going into doing glasses or not. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Um, like my thoughts, obviously, I, I don't want to just repeat what everyone said, so I'll say something different. Um, I mean, obviously, we've all focused on the positives, and there've been there've been more. The highs have been higher than the, the lows have been yes. low. Isn't that right, Albert? That's correct. That's but, a pound every time. <laughs> but um, but having said that. There's, there's been plenty, in, I think it's not worth ignoring the fact that in 2012 there's been plenty that we need to improve on. Um, and really that's kind of what we, we've got to look at from here is what we do next. And um, I think really we'll, we'll probably end our little recording here by going through what sort of things we want to see change next season. And um, I've been quite encouraged by the, the use of a 4-4-2 uh, with Wilf playing up front and, and Dougie seems to indicate that's what he's going to go with next season. Um, 
uh, that that and getting in a proper a proper left winger, I think, and and definitely some centre back cover. I think that's that's the way forward for us to progress. Um, I'm going to go around the table in the opposite direction this time, um, starting with Ben, ending on Aaron. Um, and guys, just thoughts on what you want to see next season. Yeah, I think it all depends on. Right, Ben, Ben, just press stop on the front of the recording equipment. There's something mentally wrong with you. <laughs> Try again. What, what, yeah, you know the question, off you go. Don't press the front. Right, okay, I've got it, right. I've got one of these devices as well, so I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it all depends on who goes and who stays, but I think a new striker is, is something that we need over the summer and, and next season, if we have that striker who's going to be scoring you know, 15 to 20 goals, then, then we can be pushing higher up the league. So it all depends. We need to have a very good summer and we need to spend well, be shrewd in our buys and, and uh, get a few players in that are really going to help the team for next season. Furhead. Um, <clears throat> very simple. Um, we need to focus on the spine of the team. We need a central defender to give Paddy a challenge. We need a box-to-box midfielder like Neil Dan's. And we need someone up front to score the goals, or you know, maybe even help uh, support Glenn Murray up front. Um, if it's a pyre, who knows? But if we could fill those three spots, we'll do a lot better next season. Can I um, briefly ask you to, your your opinion? Is is Glenn Murray good enough to lead the line? Yeah, he is. If he's given the service, if he gets quality balls consistently in the box, then I think he'll do a lot better than he has this season. Okay, mate. Nice one. Um, I want to see a couple of things next season. Um, Aussie rules? No. no. <laughs> I want to see a couple of things next season. Um, I want to see some sort of strike partnership happen. Um, it would be Murray and someone else. It would be Murray and Easter, Murray and Scannell, Murray and Zaha, Murray and Pedroza or Pyre. I just want to see some sort of partnership form and I want to see him get more than a couple of games together and I want to see him build something up front so you know, kind of like right and bright, see something happen, and actually try and stick with him. Um, so that's one thing I want to see, especially if, you know, that's if Dougie plays two up front next season. Um, and the other thing I want to see is us create more chances, so I want Dougie and Lenny to work on that, because um, we don't create enough chances. That's uh, obviously lacking a lot of goals. Um, I think we can score goals with the players we've got, but we just need to uh, work on, I don't know, creativity or set pieces or something something to create more chances uh, I think Jolly, Johnny Williams will be a big plus next season I think he'll create a lot more chances um, so I'm looking forward to him getting a, you know his first full season on his belt and I think Zaha will be even better next season so hopefully we just uh, finish our chances and yeah that's what I want to see yeah good stuff yeah I can sort of echo the same things really I, I'm, I'm with you Chris so I want to see 4-4-2 next season I think Wilf and Glenn up front would be a good partnership uh, bring the youngsters through again, as they have been doing this season. And I think uh, we're going to need a new fullback. Uh, uh, who that would be remains to be seen. And we need to clear out some of the dead wood. I won't particularly name anyone, but I'm sure everyone's aware. I was going to ask you, who's, who's no, dead wood? No, but uh, I. <laughs> no comment. And. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I think uh, it would be nice to see us be a bit more adventurous going forward next season. And I think that if we are a little bit more adventurous and attacking and more entertaining, then there'll be a few more people at Sellers Park next season, which will be good for the club and everyone involved. 
I mean, I don't think we need too much. I think we just need um, you know a right back to replace Klein because he's obviously off. Uh, two more centre backs, probably including convincing uh, Anthony Garner to stay. Another centre midfielder, another striker, a left winger. Go four four two. Be a bit more positive. And uh, yeah, and uh, more chicken balty pies in the Homesdale. That's it. I agree with everything Albert's just said. Good man. Definitely not a lot wanted there. Um, I'm, I'm most agreeing with everyone. I think we need a striking partnership. A 4-4-2 is definitely the way to go. I think Zahar and Murray up front would work well. Zahar would be able to play the balls in. Also have a crack himself. And as long as Murray gets the service, he'll be able to play all right. Also, I'd like to see a couple of players put in a bit more of a better shift and perhaps play a bit of a rotation policy to keep things fresh because, as been proven, players who come up can cope with it. Chris, your go. Yeah, I've already been, you idiot. You, didn't you listen to what I said? No. All right. The coat's gone straight to my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like, so the only thing that, um, that we've, all, we've all talked about with this 4-4-2, uh, the only thing that I do worry about is whether or not we've got a midfield strong enough to play that. Um, I think everyone's agreed Jednak, before he got injured, had turned into a really, really top player. As many people said he would, eh, Ross? Yeah. Yeah, faith in him all along. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. And um, yeah, he—I think he probably would have been uh, a definite, certainly a contender for Player of the Year had he had he remained fit. I think people—he's gone out of people's minds. Um, but I, I think he, him, alongside, you know, like a Johnny Williams in a two, that that slightly concerns me. So we'll just see how that goes. Really, that I'm, I'm just not sure. Uh, we got Mark and Ross having a little chat while I'm speaking. What, what's that about? Ronnie went um, where your next on his holiday. Oh, okay, that's that's fine. Don't worry. Good news. It is. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was speaking over that. Um, <laughs> look, I, I think um, no, I won't. I think uh, at 22 minutes past six. I think we're probably gonna gonna wrap it up there, Ben. Yeah, I think we should just let everybody know what's on next week's show because obviously it's a big bumper finale to the season. Wow, it's like having someone like professional with me. Ben, right, okay, yeah, so next week's show is our end of season extravaganza. I really don't know how many of us are going to be involved in it. I'm going to try and get everyone involved in it if they're available. Um, but th things coming up on that show, well, we've got like an end of season review with all of us. Um, similar to what we've done now. They're talking again. Look, look! I hate them so much. Um, we've got an interview, about a 40-minute interview with the legend that is Neil Shipperley. That was fun to record, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, very good. Fantastic yeah, yeah. interview. We ran out of Skype credit at the end, which was unfortunate. But, um, but yeah, we're going to... Well, he agreed to talk to us again at some point as well. But hopefully we covered everyone's questions on that. If you sent us any questions, you will likely get credited for that. And, uh, and, uh, and Ship's enjoyed a fair few of them. Uh, enjoyed your story, Albert. They, yeah, yeah, of course he did. Um, and we've also got Steve Parrish joining us live on the show for a Q&A. Um, I'm going to the fans forum, so I'm hoping that there'll be some... Like, basically, he's going to give some... Oh, oh, it's a goal! It's a goal! What's that now? Is that 3-0? 2-0. 2-0 in the FA Cup final. There you go. Um, yeah, breaking news. He won't hear for ages. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, so yeah, Steve Parrish will be joining us and I'm going to ask him some... <laughs> asking him some follow-up questions for, uh, out of what comes out of this, uh, the fans forum. Because uh, obviously he'd, he'd have heard all the same questions over and over. So I'm hoping to come up with things that are a little bit different. Um, obviously, if you've got any questions for Steve, 
uh, email us radio at homesdale.net and we'll be sure to ask them and credit where possible um, but other than that thanks for listening in to this little it's a, bit, a little bit of a special really mainly so we don't actually have to do anything on Sunday so uh, thanks to all the boys who played today all, and thank you to all you guys for contributing cheers and uh, and and obviously a big thanks to Rich and Lee for organising the Six Side Tournament uh, which we hope we'll to attend next year anyway cheerio bye okay well that's your lot so a nice quick show today for you um, hope you enjoyed at least some of that and um, yeah just a quick reminder of, of what we've got coming up next week obviously next week being the 13th that is our final show of the season uh, no guarantees but we may may do a couple of specials for the um, European Championships which uh, could could be interesting maybe not so we'll, we'll have a chat about that and see what we can do um, other than that we'll be having a well-earned break um, and I'll be working with uh, with Mikey and the rest of the lads to to see what we can do to come back next season better than ever, really. Um, yeah, so on the 13th, um, we will have a roundup of the season, both in terms of the football and in terms of the, the whole radio presenting team, sort of best and worst moments, if you like. Um, we will have a, that exclusive interview with, um, with Neil Shipley, an absolute legend and uh, a pleasure to talk to uh, and someone I'm sure we'll we'll talk to again because we simply ran out of uh, of time and uh, Skype calling credit indeed but um great guy uh yep and obviously that uh in that chat we're going to have with with Steve Parrish just to, to round up the season and we'll try and come up with some questions he doesn't sort of have to answer over and over again um try and come up with something a little bit original and uh, and yeah see how we get on there and obviously that that player of the year content as well um, which hopefully we'll, we'll do as well as we did last year which plenty of players gave us uh, their time and uh, they're an absolute pleasure to speak to again so um thank you for for listening today uh, whether or not you're listening uh, live as it is or um or as a, a podcast download and um yeah look forward to talking to you again next week bye The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.